it's like they go through this range of emotion, man, like anger, all of it. And, and you're the one that gets to either fucking exacerbate it or you get to have a hand in healing it. Life isn't a problem to be solved. It's a mystery to be lived. And I'm learning. I don't lose. I either win or I learn. Yo, welcome back, warriors. My name is Rob Wong. I'm Scott Pagliaccio. What's happening? Everyone? You are indeed Scott Pagliaccio. We, um, we got a spicy podcast for you today, man, based on Rob and I's personal experiences. Take it away, Rob. Yeah, man. I can I can feel myself like shutting down even as we begin with this conversation. So what we're talking about today uh, is what does it actually mean if she thinks you're creepy? And... I think if you're like me, then this is like the fucking nightmare, right? It's like it, you go, you chat to a girl, and then like she like fucking disappears. You never hear from her again. And then later on, her friend comes over and tells you like, hey, she thinks you're creepy. Fucking like <laughs> this, this sets off every every instinct in my body to like run, to like hide, to apologize, try to fix things, to be mad. It's all of the things and so our game plan here is to talk through like what's an example of this why does it happen and what can you do to help resolve this if it comes up in the future what's going wrong is there something you need to fix this this all came about because sky had an experience with this lately was meeting a friend who's been on our podcast uh, she's a therapist and i i just was called to reach out to her to have a conversation i hadn't seen her in a while so i hit her up she agreed to meet me for coffee i go um we, we sit down and we're, we're chopping it up and all of a sudden her demeanor changed and I noticed her body became a little bit more closed off and I felt like she was going to deliver some information that was difficult, man. And I, I started to like brace for that and I'm like, oh, well, yeah, yeah. And, and it, you know, rightfully so. So she brought this information to me around several multiple women she said that either felt uncomfortable or felt that i was behaving inappropriately one because of age and i have an idea what that might be about and then some other instances from other women so i immediately went into like ah this hurts man there's something wrong with me um you know i'm I'm not a good man. I'm a bad boy. Like it was, I could see all the layers of shame and guilt and I should apologize. And, you know, then I just sat with it and felt it in my body and was, and listened to what she had to say. I put up my shield and I'm like, okay, some of what's coming at me from these women is for me, for my growth. And then some of it is their shit. I'm not going to accept that. You can keep that over there. I felt really, I told her I felt cared for. I felt considered. I felt appreciation that she brought that to me. They care enough about you to bring, to share impact with you that they're getting feedback from other women or whoever it is. That says a lot. Man, even just listening to this story, and putting myself in your shoes, 
I notice my nervous system like shutting down, like it does not want to be here. It does not want to be having this conversation. It doesn't want anything to do with this scenario. Um, so I can imagine if I were there in your shoes, I would have been really reactive. And if you're listening right now, warriors, and you're having a reaction right now, that's like, hey, I need to, I need to turn this fucking off. I need to stop this thing, get away from this conversation. I want you to pay attention to that. Um, because I think, I think this is what stops us from resolving it for good. And in order to get there, I think it's really important to like start like taking a peek under the curtain. Like what's going on here? Is it that we as men have something to change here? Is there something that we're doing wrong that we need to fix? Or is there something else that's happening under the surface? How much of this is on women versus how much of this is on men? And I think we should talk about that next. Okay, so right out the gates, here's what I think women need to be responsible for. If they're not out there having that conversation with you face to face, then like you and I were talking about before we hit record, I think there's a good chance that those women are conflict avoidant. Meaning they can't be with the intensity of a conversation where they have to tell someone no, right? So they run away. Right, they disappear. They talk about it behind your back. And I think that that behavior can be particularly uncool. Like, I don't like being on the receiving end of that. It's kind of sneaky, a little disingenuous. Like, just, you know, sack up and have the conversation. That is my knee-jerk reaction. And I, I think that there is room for that in this society. I think there is room for women to step into that role as well, to have the hard conversations. But... I also think that there's room for compassion here. Because what does it take for someone to get to the point where they're afraid to tell you no to your face? Right, that's the big question. And a lot of these women have had experiences where they rejected a dude because honestly, they, there was no attraction. They were just saving that guy some time. It wasn't going to work out anyway, right? And that guy will go like full man baby on them. Um, I... I've heard of stories where dudes will like find where the girl lives and show up and leave her a death threat, right? Or it'll happen over social media. And these are guys that cannot hold their shit together. They're so hurt by the devastation of getting that no that the only reaction they have left is to go and try to like spread some violence in the world. And a lot of women are afraid of that consequence. And it's safer for them to not tell someone no in case, you know, it's one of, like, maybe it's 30% of dudes, right? Maybe it's 20% of dudes. But if every time you asked out a girl, there was a 30% chance she was going to, like, slash all of your tires and then post you a negative review on social media or something, right? Like just flame you in front of all of your friends on Instagram or whatever. Would you be less likely then to start doing approaches, right? And it's the same kind of logic here. Because there are a few guys out there that have disproportionate crazy fucker reactions to receiving that rejection, to being told to their face that they're creepy, a lot of women are very hesitant to bring that to the surface. And the same thing goes, like, if there's a power dynamic and, like, her boss is hitting on her or something, right? But she doesn't like it. 
or a client or a customer is hitting on her and she doesn't like it. If she turns that person down, right? If she gives them a no and they don't like it, there's a very reasonable chance that she's going to lose her job, right? That person's going to get revenge on her and now she's going to be homeless and on the street. So women have to be actually very, very careful because there are physical and financial ramifications for how they deliver their no. And a lot of times it's much, much safer for them to just kind of disappear. And unfortunately, that is the society that we live in right now. And this isn't to justify that behavior, right? No. Being on the receiving end of that sucks. It's really painful and it causes us to question our identity. It hurts. And there's room for some compassion here. People don't get to be that way unless they go through some hard shit where they really learn that saying no is not a good idea because it causes some really bad consequences. So I guess that's that's it for my spiel, man. What's coming up for you? Uh, a lot of different things. Like how, if, if, the, if the person or women don't want to have this conversation with me and they go to a middleman, how does anything ever get resolved? Like how do they know the, how do they know the truth? So it's confusing to me, but it also makes sense given everything that you just explained, Rob, like women have been traumatized by men um, and it goes both ways. And, and yeah, it just makes me curious, you know, and I think this is part of dating and relationship and finding out what you want and need. And um, I think there's some societal layers you know, like I'm an older man and I am attracted to younger women and that, that might be frowned upon by certain people, but I have to be okay with that, knowing what my intentions are. So, I mean, I think it's so layered and such a loaded thing, but how do we get to um, resolution, you know? Yeah, for sure, dude. And I, I think I'm, this answer goes out as much for me as it does for you and the warriors listening right now. Like, what, what do we do with this? And yeah, I, I, I get it. In an ideal world, we would want people to be able to come back and have that hard conversation with us every time so we can kind of both leave off in a place of like peace and settledness and like, this is resolved. I don't have to think about this anymore. Um, and I think addressing the question of like, what do we do with this? I think there's a lot of value in continuing to speak whatever your truth is. That doesn't mean that it's right. It doesn't mean that it's going to be well received, right? We speak our truth in the moment to calibrate and learn and adjust and grow so that we can arrive at the next truth and the next truth and the next truth as like a higher and higher form of who we are. I think that's the value in speaking the truth, not because it is the absolute correct truth or the right thing to say in the moment. It's we grow from that experience. But I also think that you, you kind of like touch on something that I think is like, where can you be the laughing warrior in all of this? Mm -hmm. um, and, and I'm saying this for our listeners right now. It's like, hey, you have a choice here. You can either spend the rest of your life waiting for that woman to come back and validate you and make you feel good about yourself. She doesn't like you. She thinks you're creepy. Well, why does she, why does she think I'm awesome? It's not her job. It's your job. And if you're dysregulated from this, then it's on you to come back. And if you don't have the skills, then it's on you to learn. 
but we can't go around tiptoeing and contorting to everything that's happening to us in the world. As Scott was saying, it's our responsibility to put out our truth, to go for what we want. And if that doesn't go our way, it's our responsibility to come back, seize our power again, and not fall into that place of this person owes me and they should be different. They're showing up the way that they can. They're showing up in their truth. We can do nothing about their ability to hold space for our conflict, our feelings, our emotions, if they don't have it. Can't get blood from a stone. I think when we get launched into that place of helplessness and like we need them to do something to rescue us, it's like, shit, this hit me so hard that I've kind of like regressed back to being a kid. And when I can acknowledge that and acknowledge that I have that hurt kid inside of me and then spend time soothing that child, then I'm okay. Absolutely, Rob. And what's coming up for me is like, you know, I've had women or, or even other men, whatever, friends, people just shut the door, completely shut it. And that's it. And then I've had women who have kept the door cracked open um, and, you know, like, hey, so either way, one isn't good or bad or better than the other. This is just, it's just information. It's not, it just is this way. Some people are going to feel this way. Some people are going to feel this way. Um, the ones that walk out of your life forever and shut the door in your face, it's information. Life isn't a problem to be solved. It's a mystery to be lived. And I'm learning. I don't lose. I either win or I learn. I can't ensure that someone is always going to want to leave the door open, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like, it's, it, that isn't life. When we are out there and we're taking that risk of being our authentic selves, we're expressing our desire to be with another person, and they have one of two ways they can go with that, right? They can shut down and be like, this person is creepy and they wronged me, or they can engage with it, right? That's out of our control. But I think the beautiful part of all of that is you were being you, you were going in without bad intentions, you were going in with the ability to hear their no, and they, some of them said yes, some of them said no. But I think that's kind of the filter, right? We wouldn't want to associate with the people that are like shutting down and blowing up and like, this guy's so creepy. Do you want to hang out with that? I don't. Like, no one wants that in their life. And so I think in the process of like, okay, we're shaking the tree. Stuff is falling out. The people who are meant to be with us, the people who are a tribe, who resonate with us, who can be with our truth and our way of being are going to stick around. And the people who really weren't meant to be in your circle, they're going to get the fuck out because they can't handle it, right? And, and yep. I think that's the benefit of it. Doesn't mean my truth is correct. It's true for me. Dude, I love that. Someone's opinion of me is none of my business, man. And, and you're like, a, like you said, you're eliminating, you're shaking the tree. I love that analogy. And then the people who are like, oh, he's a creep. Well, good. Yeah. I'm, a, you know, Moving on, there's people over here who don't think I'm a creep. And that's just the way life is. Some people think you're creepy. Some people don't. Some people think you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. But ultimately, warriors, it's what you think of yourself and how you, you go about being the human being that you are. You have to be okay with yourself. It, other, you can't contort to make sure everybody loves you. Yeah, like if they're getting triggered from one text, can you imagine? Like, like I... I have a friend who's like this, right? And she she's going through like complex PTSD, gone through some really hard things. 
but she takes every text the wrong way all the time. And it's so much work to be with that energy. Now, if my entire friend circle was made up of people like that, it would be insufferable. I would be playing therapist all day, every day. And so, man, like, if she's losing her shit because you sent her a text, you're saving yourself so much trouble in the long run, 100% with what Scott was saying. Yeah, and, and, I, and men, I would say, don't do conflict over text. Like, do it face-to-face. -face. Say what's difficult face-to-face, -face. not over the phone, not over a text. Like, I, I won't do conflict. And I've recently been with women who were like, they wanted to, and I'm like, I'm not doing it. Like, that's a hard boundary for me. I'm not going to text. You can't, it can't be resolved. Like, as difficult and as fucking hard as it is, like, I want to look in your eyes. I want to hold space for you. I want you to see me. That's the only way that I'll do it. That's a non-negotiable for me. I don't often believe in, like, hard and fast rules and absolutes, but I, like, I'm for that, dude. Like, conflict needs to be done in person or over the phone, as close to live as possible. I, I've only had conflict blow up in my face hard whenever I've tried to do it over text. Yeah, me neither, man. I, I absolutely never had it under that. Like, I'm recall like, it, like, my nervous system is at, it's on high alert when I think about my first marriage and the way we would text one another. And it was just like, I couldn't text her back fast enough with some sort of ugliness because of what was coming at me. And it was so reactive and so volatile and so fucking detrimental to the relationship. Um, and nothing ever got resolved. And, you know, over time, all this resent just built up and it got to the point where there was so much shit in the way of us being present with one another that we ended up, you know, choosing to get divorced. Dude. Yeah, I resonate with that. And I appreciate your vulnerability there. I want to bring some relevance and context back here, Warriors. This, you can take this as the tutorial and if she is willing to engage with you after that text where she like, or she tells you her truth, where she's like, hey, I think you're creepy, to your face. Your best move is to not try to engage her over text and try to prove her wrong, right? Try to demonstrate that you're not a creepy guy by convincing her over text or attacking her character or calling her names. Now, if you want to engage in this conversation, then what's required of you is your ability to listen to her truth, even if it hurts to hear. To not try to fight it and combat it with your own personal truth, but to offer no resistance to her expression so that it can filter out into the sunlight and then disappear. That's what we're after here. The more energy you spend trying to fight it, the more you're just going to prove her point that you are the guy that she thinks you are. Your ability to not be reactive to this is what's going to heal this whole rift. And but that's if and only if she's willing to have that conversation. And it might look like offering to have a call about it, right? Hey, can I just like listen to what you have to say here? You know, that's not the way that I feel about me, but I really do get that that's how you feel about me. Can we talk about that? And if she says yes, then great. 
You can have that conversation. And you, your job is just to listen. No matter how tempting it will be to try to do something to fix that situation other than listening. Listening is actually the most effective thing that you can do there. That is kind of the thing that makes the biggest difference. As surprising as it was for me to discover that. That's what people actually want. Yeah, that brings so much healing because like you were saying earlier, women are used to men blowing up and screaming and yelling and, you know, whatever, being physically abusive. When you can be the men, we're standing for every man that's ever hurt the woman in front of us from her starting with her father. So when you can be non-reactive and, and listen to her, call you a creep and know that it's not personal and, and hold that and allow her to just express herself without making her wrong and shaming her and blaming her, that brings a level of healing that goes far beyond you can even imagine. And that's what I've noticed in my experience with women is that being non-reactive and just allowing them to express themselves. And then they get to this place where they just break down and cry. And it's like they go through this range of emotion, man, like anger, all of it. And, and you're the one that gets to either fucking exacerbate it or you get to have a hand in healing it. And that's what it's going to take because you can read all the books you fucking want. You can listen to all the podcasts. But when you're in relationship with a, a woman or a man or whatever it is, that's where the rubber meets the road. And you're going to have to practice. You're going to have to. And, like I said before, like I told this friend of mine today, I've given myself permission to be sloppy around practicing this shit because I'm a human. I'm a fucking awesome guy and I'm an asshole. And I know there's no perfect. So my commitment to myself is to be relentless in creating less suffering in the world and practicing being this man who can hold space for a woman, for his family, for, the, for other men, for the world. Join a men's group. Listen to podcasts like Rob's, like this, read books. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, you are committed to personal growth and development. And it just, it's not linear. It takes time. And just think if you don't do it, your relationships are not going to get better. Stay in the trenches, man. Get people in your corner who are practicing this shit too. Everything you said is critical. It's going to be tempting for you to put a lot of pressure on yourself to get it exactly right when you begin to try to be the expert. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? We all have to strive for something. We've got to know where the finish line is, but just be cognizant of holding yourself to that impossible standard, right? Maybe you just started today. Like, do you expect a baby to start sprinting the day that it's born? No, like you just, it'll happen with time and you will get there with time too. Um, but allowing yourself some, some measure of care, like, oh shit, I'm a beginner. I am just starting out. It's probably going to be messy. Yep. And can I be okay with that? I think if enough of us pile onto this thing, we can kind of start addressing this issue of like guys being creepy. Cause yeah. most of the time, if you're listening here, then you're probably not a creepy dude. And you're probably finding yourself relating a lot to what Scott just said, like, fuck like i know i'm not that guy i think i might be capable of handling that conversation but she's been wrong so many times by other people that i'm just getting this really unfair like like slap in the face i didn't i didn't do anything to deserve this you're right you didn't but if you can be the guy that doesn't react 
we can start making this a better place for all of us, right? That came out more cheesy than I wanted, but that I think that's that is the intention. That's where we're going with this. No, that was great, Rob. I, yeah, I'm just uh, I second that for sure. Oh, hell yeah. All right, Warriors, you know what to do. Thank you for listening. And if you got something out of it, you also know what to do. You subscribing, you commenting to our poll, like leaving a rating or sharing this with someone who think you think would benefit from this. Um, that means a lot to me, and I appreciate it every time that happens. So thank you again for being here. Yeah, it means a lot to me too. So, And you mean a lot to me, Rob. Thanks for the for the conversation that was it was tough today man so this was medicine definitely sp speaking about it in the present moment you know that was fresh on the fresh on the docket man um and hopefully like our experiences can have an impact on other people's lives like this is raw authentic real this is what's going on in my life right now and uh thank you thank you for taking the time to listen and, you know this was therapeutic. I love I love having these conversations with you, man. Yeah, I, I liked that we came in both a little bit on fire today and like not in a good way necessarily. And there was an opportunity for people to like see that and then see us working through it as we were talking. Like, I think I think that feels important to me. Yeah, much love, dude. Much love, brother. Peace. Peace.